there's a lot of things that I do. Some things I will share, some things I don't. Let me tell y'all the first rule. Don't tell everybody your protection shit. Don't tell, don't show your cards, baby. We're playing spades. Don't let people see what you're working with, what all your protection rituals are, what, what prayers you say, what. Keep your cards close to you, baby. We playing Uno. I'm about to give you a draw four. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is all you need. All you need is a little juju. Hey, babes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a little juju podcast. The woman in witchy. The whole, okay, the womanist witchy insight podcast, diving deep into black culture, the black healing journey, and the ancestral spiritual systems that can help get us free. This is the hashtag black ass spirituality show, and I'm your host, Juju Bay. I'm a psychic, a hoodoo, and Orisha devotee, but most importantly, a bad bitch witch. So, hey y'all, what's up? I hope everyone is well, of course, that your loved ones are well, that your family is well, that your pets are well, your dog is happy. Um, I'm well. I'm good. People keep asking me how I am, and that's like kind of my response right now. Like, I am good. It's just like dot, dot, dot. You know, I'm just, I'm feeling dot, dot, dot after, <laughs> after the good. Um, I think, though, a big part of it is that I've been, I told you I was in a relationship and everything, and it's wonderful and great. And also, many of you know that I have not been the relationship type for quite some time, that I am just, you know, was a hot girl, been a hot girl. At hot girl at heart. So when you're in a relationship, there's there's just a lot of things that come up that are different and having different experiences and different feelings and things that you didn't even know were triggers or things that you didn't even know bothered you that you realize bother you now that you're in a relationship. So then you have to address them and then it like becomes work. So I think um, I'm very grateful to have things be reflected to me and learn more about myself but I'm also like this is child (laughs) I'm not used to this so I've been having to do the shadow work um having to grow and be mature with someone which is it's just a whole thing it's just yeah so that's why I'm good but it's just like I'm also just holding a lot um but yeah It's good. You know, summer is winding down. I hate to see it. I'm a summer baby. And I just feel like everything is moving so slow, but also really fast at the same time. Trying to dodge the multiple pandemics (laughs) that are happening. Happening. Trying to navigate the crisis, the the global heat crisis, (laughs) climate crisis are happening. It's just a lot, you know. And... And just trying to like be as grounded as I can be and control the things that are within my control and not the things that I can't. So, yes, I with that being said, I do hope that you all are are thriving in your respective spaces. And though, you know, I wish that for you with everything that is happening personally, um, spiritually, 
in the world, though, if you were not okay, I would also understand that. And if you were not feeling your best, that makes sense. And feeling lonely or unprotected, and the because these are normal feelings that I feel as well. And I've, I thought it was really important for me to talk about protection and actually dedicate a whole episode to spiritual protection because we got to keep safe. We got to wrap up. We got to strap up. You know, we want to stay ready so we ain't got to get ready. That's the energy of this episode. Staying ready so we ain't got to get ready. And if we do got to get ready, what we can do? What are some tools that we can use? So protection. I came to this topic, one, because I was just thinking of what's a good topic? What is something that is relevant right now? And I just think that it's one, it's something that people ask about pretty often, but also as someone who is a reader and being in different readings, you know, people are very concerned with, well, people are very concerned with manifesting. And I understand that. I, I love manifesting. I'm a manifester. If you're into human design, I'm not really, but I know that I'm a manifester. Shout out to the human design people. But anyway, Manifesting is important, but throughout my readings, I was seeing that people's manifestations weren't working because they had nothing protecting the damn manifestation, okay? Or they weren't safe or people were easily able to like snatch their blessings from them or entities and stuff. And it's like, baby, yes, we want to focus on getting this money, getting this coin, getting this thing, getting this job, getting this career, but let's keep you safe first. Let's protect the blessing so that it's not gone before you even get it. And so... I'm like, yeah, the people need to be grounded in the in the protection work. So how I understand spiritual protection is, you know, it's, well, let's think of the word protection in general. And this is just a definition I found online. A person or thing that prevents someone or something from suffering harm or injury. Protection is a form of a safeguard, the act of keeping something safe or attempting to keep something safe. All of that and just put spiritual in the beginning. That is what spiritual protection is. So spiritually um, trying to prevent harm or trying to prevent certain forms of suffering or injury and trying to keep ourselves safe spiritually. Spiritual safety shows up in physical safety. It shows up in our mental safety. All of these things kind of work together. You know, spiritual safety is not really separate from how we protect our bodies or how we may protect um, our physical bodies, our emotional selves, et cetera. It, 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 it's like a, it all works together. And there's definitely been times throughout my life where I didn't feel spiritually safe. I probably feel the most spiritually safe that I've ever been now because I have tools and resources. But I think growing up, for the most part, I didn't really feel safe in general. Like I didn't feel like I had spiritual safety particularly, but also general safety. And I was, it's so interesting. I was just talking to my friend about this and 
sometimes being somebody who defaults to the negative or defaults to like the worst case scenario, that has definitely been me and something that I'm working on. And my friend was like, yeah, but that's because your default and our default has never been safe. Like it's always been having to look over your shoulder for whatever reason, because of maybe where you're from, where you grew up, where you went to school, things that were going on in the home, uh, things that was going on in your church space, in your spiritual space, like that didn't contribute to you feeling safe. So safety is often not a default, even when you might feel safe. So that's why I feel like, you know, growing up, I safety was not my default. I felt very uncomfortable, like in my body. I felt very uncomfortable where I, places that I would be frequent. Uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. And so before I found my practice, I was always felt like my, I got a reading one time many years ago um, from Maisha. She was like, you're squishy. She was calling it your squishy. Like your squishy is very open. And it's just like the sensitive part of you. Like you just out here. You just out here in the world. So my squishy was really out. <laughs> and I think I became aware that it was out. One through, yes, readings. But also, I think when I moved forward in my, particularly in my Orisha practice, and I was going through some of the earlier ceremonies to get my hand of E5, which is a ceremony you go through, I was like tripping, y'all. I was wilding. Like, I was getting my shrines and stuff, and I was getting cleansed, and we was doing this and doing that, having to do this. And like, my body was like, what the hell? I never felt this protected i've never felt this cleanse like i it was i had very physical very very physical reactions to spiritual ceremonies and often do so i think the fact that i was having those experiences and like getting sick during my initiations and it, and my intuition was like it wasn't negative it was just kind of like whoa you're cleansing off a lot like a lot of the people who were there like the other abarisha and baba laos they was like oh like you're 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 purging a lot and and moving there's a lot moving through you and a lot of safety being put on you and it's you know your body is feeling it so i was like oh damn i've been out here ghetto <laughs> i'm now your mess a mess a mess a mess a mess a mess and so i have a lot i have the original to thank to thank for that so yeah i had to consult I consulted my ancestors a lot about safety and protection, but yeah, a large part of it was my my godparents at the time and the Orisha at the time who were like, we got to protect your squishy because it's out there. And so post sort of those initiations and experiences, safety is always something that is on my mind. And I think people can underestimate how important it is to be spiritually protected because it's not really sexy, you know, protection. It is sexy, but I think that people struggle with the energy of protection in general, because one, it's acknowledging that things around you are fucked up and can hurt you. And that's not always a place that you want to sit in or think about like, okay, yeah, I know shit is fucked up, but I don't want to think about that I'm potentially, you know, a second away from being harmed. Nobody wants to think about that, but it's a reality. 
So I think that's one reason why it's not super sexy and thought about. I also think that there's more, as a society and a culture, I think we're more interested in just like gaining things and materials and money and maybe love or, you know, it's, it's, we prioritize gaining and not always that the things that we gain could be lost very easily if we don't take protective measures. So sometimes protection, unfortunately, gets kind of cast aside when really I would argue outside of cleansing is one of the most important spiritual works and tools that we have, even more so than, like I said earlier, manifesting or our money rituals. Because what is a money ritual if you can, if it slides right through your pocket, you know? So what does it really mean to be spiritually protected? So there's so many things to be protected from, <laughs> right? Of course, we have the physical things, which I've been talking about. So protecting my home from burglary, protecting my car, protecting my physical body from safety, from any kind of harm that could come from another individual, another human being, safety of our families, safety from certain um illnesses or sicknesses that we may not want that we could be susceptible to. So that's like just, that's just like kind of touching on some of the simple stuff, but then there's also protection from spirits. There's protection from certain entities that could be involved in our lives as we dive deeper into our spiritual work. I'm working with more spirits. I'm more spiritually attuned. I'm more spiritually quote unquote open. So Yes, I'm open to the love and power of my benevolent ancestors, but I'm also potentially open to all the other mess out there that we do not want. All the hanks <laughs> and the spirits that don't mean us any good and and mean us harm. And that's a that's a realistic part of the work that we definitely should talk about more. And I never want to like romanticize this practice as like, oh yeah, every spirit's great. All our ancestors are so cool because some of them are not. And some of them, <laughs> some of them ain't shit. And they try to put that ain't shitness onto you. And so we have to be spiritually protected to be like, uh-uh, y'all spirits who ain't shit, y'all, y'all see the safety I'm rolling with, y'all not even going to try it because they will try it but I'm not even gonna let y'all try it. So there's safety in our spiritual spaces. Um, there's just so many ways that spiritual protection can show up and things that we want to keep safe. And then of course, bad energy, quote unquote, or like um, unfavorable energies or just experiences that we don't want. Now, spiritual protection doesn't stop us from not having bad days or that bad things won't happen or nobody won't break into your car. Child. Somebody broke into my car twice, maybe a couple months ago. Now, did they steal anything? They did not. Actually, no, they stole my Versace shades. But at least I'm in a place where nothing was broken. Nothing was, everything was pretty much intact. 
I don't have Versace shades, but it's okay. I'm good. I still feel like my protection over my items and things worked. I didn't have to fix none in my car. Everything was fine. I hope that they are protecting their eyes with them bomb ass glasses. Like it's cool. So again, the things that I'm going to share today are not, doesn't mean that ain't nothing wrong going to happen or whatever, but it can lessen also the impact of some of the quote unquote negative energies or entities sort of moving into your space. And we also want to approach protection from a place of empowerment and not from a place of fear. That is so, so important. We don't want to do our protection rituals or think about protection because, oh my God, like everything's going to happen to me. Like if I don't do it, and, and I see that happening as well. We don't want to do that if that's you, because I feel you. I hate, I feel you right now. I know you're listening and you are approaching and you have been approaching protection work from a place of stress and anxiety and fear. The more your works will be way more powerful if you approach them from a place of, I have the tools and the resources to lessen the blow of this messy ass experience and the messy things that go on in the world. And I feel empowered to use those tools to protect myself, to protect my family, to protect my home, to protect my shit. That's it. Like, don't, I was going to use an example, but I need to go say that example. But yes, you you really want to, and with any work, with any spiritual work, you don't want to come to it from a place of super stress. Of course, you're like, is this working? Am I doing it right? That's natural, but not like being hyper, like hyper, 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 hyper scared and scary about it. That's not, that don't do you no, that don't do you no good. And if you are from an Orisha tradition, one of the sort of tenants of Ifa is that you're not supposed to move in fear. Like that's just one of the rules. (laughs) So if you are someone who is devoted to Ifa, particularly, you know, moving from fear is sort of against, it, it contradicts a lot of the teachings. So because I am someone who, who has that belief system, I try to like, not that you never get afraid, but you don't want to move in fear constantly because that doesn't do anything. So yes, I thought that was very important for me to say. Now, I get a lot of questions about what it means to stay safe, what it means to protect. So we're gonna get into some of that. Now, I there's a lot of things that I do. Some things I will share, some things I don't. Let me tell y'all the first rule. Don't tell everybody your protection shit. Don't tell, don't show your cards, baby. We're playing spades. Don't let people see what you're working with, what all your protection rituals are, what what prayers you say, what fucking, I don't know, what spirits you're working with that protect you, telling everybody the names of the spirits that... Keep your cars close to you, baby. We're playing Uno. I'm about to give you a draw four. Because you, like, don't. So you want to make sure that's the first rule. Have your shit. Share them with the people that you want to share with. But don't ever show all your cards. So that being said, I'm not 
telling y'all exactly the things that I do. I'm telling y'all that I, things that I know, things that I have done, things that I know people do that work for them. Um, yeah. Okay. So there's plenty of protect, protection rituals out there. Let's start with the home. Black salt around the home. Just a sprinkle around the perimeter of your home. You can buy black salt online. You can also use regular ass table salt. Okay, we hoodoos, baby. We, we use what we got. It's regular salt. You can pray into it. You can set your intention. You can dress it. Maybe you have a protection oil that you purchased from someone or that you've made. We'll get into that tea later. But you can dress that salt and use this salt for your protection work. So you put salt around your home. You can put salt in the corners of each room in your home or the four corners of your house on the inside. You can just put a line of salt in front of the door. Before you walk into the door, you done prayed that said, ain't no people, energy, entity, whatever is able to get into this space that doesn't need to be in here or who doesn't respect me or love me. Like don't nobody like that need to cross through my threshold. So you can just put salt in the threshold. Um, Salt is a very, very wonderful protectant um, in that way. So feel empowered to protect your home like that. Um, Pepper too. Pepper is very protective, a protective ingredient that could be used. Solomon root. I think folks also call it Solomon seal is a protective. You can buy the actual, um, the actual dried plant, but sometimes you'll get it and it's crumbled. Like it's very fine. You can get that too. You can put that, you can put that around your home, you know, get creative with how you want to use it. But I definitely encourage like y'all looking up different protective methods and things you can use. Cayenne pepper is also super protective. I'm saying this as if like I'm in a class and I'm like waiting for y'all to write it down. Just like looking at y'all, right? <laughs> as y'all take notes. So we talked about the salt. We talked, I gave you some different herbs. Oh, basil. I'm going to be doing this the whole show. I'm going to just be throwing things out because they're going to come to my head and my spirit's going to be like, oh, you, you can tell them that. Go and tell them that. So there's the, also protection oils. There's a lot of oils out there. You know, you have to pick what works for you, what you know, conjurer that you may like that you can buy protection oils from. But if it's somebody that you like or someone whose work you vibe with, someone whose oils, you know, work for you, get some oils, get some protection oil. That's a simple, simple, simple thing. Because with the oils, once you buy it, you don't have to use a lot. You can put it on fucking everything. You can put some oils on your necklace that you wear every day. Now you got a protection necklace on, you know, you can put some oils on your body before you leave. You can put some oils around your altar so that other spirits who are not your ancestors aren't at your altar. Um, you can do a particular working and put the oil around it. Like these the protection oil is so it comes in a clutch because you really ain't got to do shit. And when we are feeling like a lazy witch, we can just put it on our things and go on about our day. I definitely encourage, this is something that comes up in my readings. A lot of people need protection oil dependent on their kind of job that they work. I've just talked to people in different different kinds of 
spaces. Like I'll read some therapists who are like trauma specialists. I'd be like, honey, the way you need some protection oil, like what is going on? How are you talking to people about their horrific traumas every day and you have nothing? It's on you. So now we got to clean you off and then we got to protect you. So if you're in a line of work where you feel like, mm, I might need, yes, get you an oil or if not an oil, just pay more attention because we got some other things coming. If you are a crystal girly, I was, I'm not so much anymore, but I know people really like crystals and crystals have great benefits when they're, you know, real and properly sourced, which unfortunately many seem to not be anymore. Whole other thing, rabbit hole about the commercialization just growing and continuing in the consumerism within the spiritual space because you make a lot of money in this space selling fake ass shit. Seeing that you have some real crystals in your pocket, some really great protection crystals I have used in the past are onyx, um, obsidian, the black ones. I love black for protection, crystal form. But also amethyst. Amethyst is good for psychic protection. So protecting like um, your third eye, clearing it out, making sure that your intuition is popping and on point um tiger's eye good for that as well there's so many different kinds of uh crystals that essentially can be used for protection that could truly be a whole episode um that i wouldn't speak on but it would be a great whole episode about the power of crystals and what they can do but if you are a crystal person looking into protection crystals that you can get that you can carry i love crystal i love a good crystal necklace i love a good crystal necklace that you can wear and that you can have it on you and um yeah jewelry jewelry and that gets me to jewelry in general okay bells like bells on your anklets bells on your bracelets I haven't so much seen bells um, on a necklace, but I have some anklets and bracelets. Bells, they say, scares away or deters bad spirits from coming to you, coming near you. They don't like the bells. They don't like the sound. It turns them off. It's like a sound that they're like, oh, this bitch knows something. She protected. Let me go over here to the non-belled girl. So bells are really, really good for safety and protection. I love a good jingle jangle. I like, I, I've gotten some jewelry that I really like, brass jewelry, which is also good for protection. Hey, from Black Madonna Juju. Black Madonna Juju. I don't even know if she's still selling. I hope so. But a lot of my jewelry is from Black Madonna Juju and she makes gorgeous handmade jewelry. Many though have um, little jingle jangles, so extra protection, and they're all consecrated and blessed to my knowledge. Shout out to her. Okay, so your jewelry being intentional with what you wear. If you are in the Orisha tradition, you know you got your alekes on, you have your beads, the different color beads that represent different Orisha. We wear that in our tradition for protection. We also wear a um, bracelet on our left. Uh, wrist and it will be yellow and green or brown and green depending on which you know side of Orisha tradition you're on and we wear it all the time and 
for the most part, we never take it off. It stays on. So you can, a lot of times see people in the tradition they have on their little bracelet that stays on that shows that we have a certain level of protection, particularly from uh, uh, Orumila or Orula. Um, yes, Duifa. So jewelry and the things that we put on our bodies have always been like a protected protective method. So being intentional about what you what you wear is great protection and incorporating different colors. Like I'm not much of a colors person. I kind of know the meanings of certain colors, but there every color, everything has a fucking meaning, but every, colors have meanings too. So if you're feeling particularly spiritually vulnerable, what colors can you start to incorporate more into your day that can help you feel a little bit more anchored and armored? Sometimes that's white for some people, particularly in the Orisha tradition. But outside of the Orisha tradition, sometimes it's black. Um, sometimes it's even red. So know what kind of works for you and what kind of grounds you and helps you feel kind of anchored and safe. Protection, prayers. One thing about me, I'm a pray. Second thing about me, I'm going to pray for protection more than anything, <laughs> like more than money, more than love, more than sex, more than a new house, more than an upgraded car. I'm going to pray for some protection because I just think it's it's just so important. It, you, Even if you don't do anything else for protection, set a protection intention. Like wake up. I'm glad I'm awake. Yes, gratitude. Okay, protect my shit. I ain't got nothing else to say, but just protect me. Make sure that I'm safe today. Like, especially as black folks, people of color, women, queer people, trans people, you know, it can be really scary. Like, it can just be very dangerous. You know, it can be very, it can be very, very dangerous um, and violent. And so I recognize that. And I recognize that there's a certain level of spiritual armor that many of us have to put on so that we feel comfortable even just walking out of the house, even just going down the street, even just doing anything. There's there's just always at every corner that could always something could always go wrong. But particularly for certain um, groups of people and genders of people. So say your prayers, like say your intention to, you know, praying that I get home safely today. Everything goes well. Nothing goes awry that my house is safe, that my child is safe, that my, that we're safe driving today. Like kind of get that kind of starting your morning off with kind of setting the tone of like, ain't nothing, ain't nothing about to fuck with me today. Cause I ain't got time. Okay. That's how I like to start the day. I really love to read Psalms, like the true hoodoo that I am. I do love Psalms and I do actually love the Bible. The Bible has really good protection prayers. Cause them niggas in the Bible was always fighting and cussing and cursing and they needed to be protected. So there's, there's wars and shit. So there's a lot of really good protection tea in there, particularly in Psalms. Um, like Psalms in the one hundreds, but there's there's a lot. Just if you are a Bible spiritualist or you like the Bible, your hoodoo, I definitely recommend saying some biblical spiritual prayers just because they're so accessible and um 
there's a lot of good protection work in there. A lot. Okay, protection candles. Lighting your little candle, black candle. I like to use, I haven't used a black candle in a minute, but white candles always work. Saying a prayer of protection within that candle. You can dress it if you have some oils uh, or not. You can put some protection materials around it if you want to or not. Don't sleep on the power of the tongue, but just praying and speaking into a candle for your protection and just letting it burn out. Great ritual. All you need is a little juju. Great ritual. Does a lot energetically. So don't sleep on the prayer. Don't sleep on the candle and praying with the candle. Um, Spiritual protection. I think it was Bruja Banton, friend of the show. We love her. Was talking about blocking people as a form of protection. And yes, yes, it doesn't feel spiritual, but spiritual is every, is a part of everything. Sometimes, you know, with social media and stuff, people can see us a lot more than they would have a few years ago, even like 10 years ago. People have a lot more access to you if you allow them to via socials. They can see you, see what you look like, maybe see where you're at. They can say certain things to you that can affect you, subtweets, you know, all of that. If 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 you're not feeling it, get off of socials or block people. Cut cut and clear. Cutting and clearing is a whole ritual in itself. Um, clearing out things that are no longer needed, but that is a way to keep you safe. We cut and clear because we don't want those things anymore. So let some shit go and leave your life that you know is not benefiting you. Block that person remove this follower do not engage with this particular energy all of that is protection because when we get all worked up and we start going back and forth with people that we don't need to be going back and forth with then we getting all upset then we stressed then you doing things that you didn't want to do to get your mind off the thing you know it's just like Let's start from a protected space. Like, I'm actually not going to allow this to take me over the edge because I know that it will. That's that's staying ready so you don't have to get ready because now you want to back and forth with somebody on Twitter. Now they're hexing you and your whole family. I say this because I've seen it. I know plenty. This has not happened to me. I know plenty of workers who be getting hexed down into the ground and they have to hex people down into the ground off of some shit that happened on Twitter. But that, y'all know I, I think Twitter is actually the devil, the devil's cousin. But just sometimes not, sometimes people need to get cussed out. Okay, that's protection. Sometimes, <sighs> sometimes, y'all know I ain't no Christian. People's heads need to roll off their shoulders. But sometimes you just got to ignore. Okay? So, Whatever you have to do, do that, but keep yourself safe. And what's going to protect you, not just in the moment, but later down the line. Okay. I've already said not sharing certain things, not sharing certain rituals with people. Don't be posting your altars online. I mean, if your spirits say that you can, I guess that's y'all business. But for the most part, I'm not going to go do a money working. I'm not going to go do a, a 
even a protection worker, I'm not going to go do anything, go through ceremony, then post it in my stories. Certain things are sacred. That opens you up again for potential attack. You know, evil eye is a real thing. Hateration and holleration in the dancery. Everybody was like, man, I don't like these haters, haters. And I always just be like, shut up. Nobody's hating on you. But the thing is, yeah, they is. They is actually hating on you. (laughs) They are. People are hating on you. And they're not only hating on you, but they are putting out energy intentionally and sometimes unintentionally to harm you. And sometimes the shit works, you know? So be mindful of what you are allowing people to see and cutting people off and doing what you need to do, okay? Now, if you are feeling... How, how do you know, though? Like, I'm, I'm giving you all these tips and tools. Oh, I forgot to say mojo bags, honey. Mojo bags are great, but I can't get into how to make a mojo bag. It's going to depend on who you are and what you need. But I've said it before in the show, a mojo bag is a sort of talisman. It's a satchel that you put different materials in them. And once you put the materials in them and you work it, quote unquote, you pray over it, you do the juju, it becomes a spirit of a thing. And you carry that spirit with you. A lot of times mojo bags are made for protection. So you have a spirit of protection around you through your mojo. Everybody doesn't need a mojo bag. Some people do, some people don't. You can just kind of tell that via divination or if your intuition is telling you, which is another form of protection, having a strong intuitive, trusting your gut, a strong intuitive sense of self. That's what I want to say. But yeah, how do you know? How do you know if you're protected or not? I would say, and this is, this is a nuanced conversation. Don't take this as black, black or white, but there is a lot of truth to this. If shit just keep going wrong, you might need to up your protections and not shit be going wrong. But how do I say this? Okay, shit be going wrong, right? Shit goes left, things don't work out. Somebody broke the car, you lost your job, you know. But when it feels like you haven't had a break in a while, or like now shit be going wrong, but shit is going like wrong, wrong, wrong. Like this is not the normal amount of wrong. Like you, you know what your threshold of things are that happen in your life. Well, I do. This is how I know I need to have my protections. I know the certain things in my life that may go quote unquote wrong. This may happen. That may happen. This may piss me off. This may annoy me. But sometimes things supersede that. And when I'm like, okay, it's a lot of things that don't feel this. This type of shit don't happen to me. I say that all the time. I be like, yeah, shit is off. But this type of off don't happen to me. Something ain't right. It's all part of that all the time. And I be right. I be right. <laughs> I'm like, nah, babe, this shit should be wrong. There's some other wrong. That's when I know, okay, I need to up some sort of protection or I feel like I haven't had a break or I'm feeling stressed about something more so than usual. Sometimes even my mental health can point to needing some protection. So I would say like, I actually had a question recently of someone asking me like, how do I know if I need protection? Mind you, this was a black man. (laughs) <laughs> asking me 
baby king you probably need it you're you're a nigga like you probably just need protection because you need protecting because we th- have you looked outside you need to be safe you need to keep yourself safe it's not about we all need we all need protection we all need protecting even when you don't feel like things are going wrong or things seem smooth protect yourself to keep it smooth again staying ready But if you are somebody who maybe is understood by the dominant culture as marginalized, um, you know, someone who may be unseen or feels super unseen, you should know that you should, you should feel empowered to move from a protected space. Utilize the rituals that I've shared or other ones that you may know. And be on top of trusting your gut and your intuition and be like, "Mm, I'm not feeling something is off. Or like I just watched the news. (laughs) I turn on the news. There's a lot of things happening in the world. I should be safe. Y'all don't know how many COVID prayers, baby. COVID prayers, I I say so much. I'm constantly talking about not getting sick, like and contracting something that I didn't have to contract. I'm constantly creating walls, deep walls of protection and praying over viruses because I'm not fucking with none of this. It feels like it's a new thing every day. It's new variants. And I'm not moving from a place of fear. I'm moving from a place of, I want to keep myself safe. And I believe spiritually that I can keep myself safe. On top of other measures, like spiritual safety is is important, but that doesn't mean that you also aren't going to do the physical things to keep yourself safe as well. I can pray, for example, I can pray that I don't get into any car accidents. I can pray that I'm safe, no issues on the road, that doesn't mean I'm not going to put my seatbelt on. Okay? Both and. What if I would say faith without works is dead? So do your spiritual protections, but don't like not do the things that don't. Okay, you can pray and put salt in front of your door. You're going to please lock it. <laughs> please lock the door. <laughs> like simple, simple things. Let it all work together. Okay. There's nothing specific that if you may need to up your protection rituals, as I said earlier, if you feel things going a little bit awry or different, but for the most part, if you are listening to this, you probably just need to up your protection in general, because like I said, have you, have you looked outside? Have you seen outside now? This is not these are not, I'm not saying this because this is how I feel. I'm saying this because this is what I know. It's because I read, y'all know I love reading about our ancestors. I love reading about history and how our people have always utilized protection and the importance of protection. And I've said this so many times on the show and talk about this a lot, particularly in my hoodoo classes, but giving giving examples of the spiritual aspects of protection that were used like 
quite literally in wars and violent violent acts, um, rebellions and revolutions. So I think one of the most popular that people know about is the Haitian Revolution when Haiti was able to free themselves from France's clutches somewhat, you know, they, they were freed though. And the beginning of the Haitian revolution started in a voodoo ritual in a ceremony space in Boakemem in the mountains of Haiti that the slaughtering of the pig and the dancing and the ritual and all of that was a catalyst for the spiritual strength and the protection and the fortitude to be able to fight off colonizers. Frederick Douglass carried High John root. I didn't bring up High John. I've talked about High John so much. <laughs> we all know, maybe, but High John is a very powerful protection root that I encourage um, not everybody get, because everybody don't need High John, but feel like you need it particularly black people. But High John is a route that Frederick Douglass carried that allowed him the safety and protection to fight back Mr. Covey, who was one a horrible slave owner, which was Frederick Douglass' slave owner. And Frederick Douglass beat Mr. Covey's ass with the High John route. So that was his spiritual protection in order to move forward and protect himself. Physically, he had that spiritual grounding. We know Harriet Tubman was a prayer, was a prayer warrior. She was a praying woman. And, you know, the Stono Rebellion. We have the um, Gullah Jack. You know, we love Gullah Jack. I had a whole episode about about Gullah Jack, who was a conjurer, but who was also a Methodist preacher who was trying to prepare and assist Denmark Vesey in planning a slave rebellion, uh, a slave compared the slave conspiracy in 1822. This was in South Carolina. Now we know that I would say we know <laughs> you might not know child. That's what I'm telling you. There was a slave rebellion that did not happen, but it was planned by Denmark Vesey and Gullah Jack. But Gullah Jack's role was to be the spiritual anchor. Denmark Vesey too, but Gullah Jack's role was to be the spiritual anchor before that uh, rebellion. He was telling the enslaved people, you need to do this. You need to eat this particular thing. We need to, it was keeping crab claws in your mouth and eating some type of corn. That was a protective ritual that they did. So when they revolted, that they would be protected and kept safe. Um, so yeah, there, there's ancestrally, there's so many, so many, pretty much any slave, I would say insurrection, rebellion, revolution, any kind of warfare fighting. Um, those are the common ones that I was talking about, but there's way, 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 way more. It started with a ritual and it started with a protection ritual. So if you find yourself also, if you are an organizer, you know, I started this work from being an organizer and an activist. If you are an organizer, activist, you're out in the streets or you're doing work that's constantly um, like going against the powers that be, you're going to want to 
think through or get a diviner or a spiritualist on your team who can support you in that work because you can't do it without the proper protections. We always have the, okay, we bring this to us when we're out in the streets. We have this thing. We write the numbers on, you know, we have the, 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 the physical works, but we also need to make sure that we're grounding ourselves in the spiritual work so that they can work hand in hand. Okay. So that's some of what it means to be spiritually protected and staying spiritually safe. I want to give y'all some more tips. So, you know, regardless of what's kind of happening, you can feel and move from an empowered place within your protection and not a place of continued fear. If you wanted to make a protection bath, you could use Solomon seal that I talked about before. Child, you can just pray into your water if you don't even have anything. You can pray into your water. You can use uh, basil. We can also consume basil as a protection work, but that's as a side note to spiritually protect your insides. Um, You can use basil. Rue, R-U-E, very, very powerful tool for a bath. Hyssop, H-Y-S-S-O-P, very, very powerful um, tool to be used in your baths. Some of the things that I labeled earlier, though, you can also incorporate that into your protection rituals, into your baths. Daily protection work, I would say praying. Let that be the first thing, even if if you're feeling super overwhelmed by like, oh, I don't want to buy another thing or I just have too much going on, pray. First, express your gratitude to whoever you pray to or talk to. And then I'm praying for safety. I'm praying for safety over my mind, my body, my spirit. Safety over wherever I live. And asking for safety where I may travel to today. So wherever you're going, just praying for safety and getting home back. Getting back home, job, And getting back home. You can also say better than which I left. I want to come home and be a better individual. Uh, just, yeah, just have a better experience in life than when I left my home. And talk to your door. <laughs> you can talk to your doors. You know, who do we believe? Everything has a spirit. So when you close your door, be like, don't be letting nobody here. Door. You know, you can speak to inanimate objects as if they can hear you or feel you. Um, because in my belief system, they can so you're just saying like, hey, door, love you. Keep people out. Don't let anyone who's not supposed to be in here be in here. I like to say that before I go like on vacation or trips or something, or if I'm not going to be home for a while, you can say it to your windows. You can tell. So I know some people tell their dogs that like as a joke, like, don't be that you know, but that's really like a thing. It's like an intention that you're setting. I think the thing I want to drive home the most to keep in mind is that I, I just don't want us to move from a place of fear around this because it really fucks up the work and you know even if I think about people who have been in martial arts I I used to be a long time ago but people who are are in martial arts or do some type of like self-defense work they're not learning these moves and to fight like shaking and scared and like crying and throwing up like you have to be like grounded to think to know how to like chop somebody's neck or like whatever the things are like you you're not it's not to say that they're not afraid but there's a certain level of like peace you have to have in protection 
And so I want y'all to find the peace within yourself so that you can do the work to protect yourself and not be like shaking and crying and you meant to chop somebody's neck, you chop them in the like eyeball. You know, like you just want to make sure that you're 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 on point with your works so that they land where you want them to land. That's that's really it. How to manage I got a question. It's funny this is in here because a friend actually asked this. How to manage your protection when you're engulfed with rage and anger and other negativity. Valid. Woo. So first, I've definitely felt engulfed with rage and anger and other negativity. Put some kind of, you can put a weapon on your altar. Um, now, I know some people who be having small children, they're like, I can't do that, but I really want to, or, you I mean, you can put it somewhere, you know, when you can, or put it on your altar when they're not around, or keep it safe somewhere else, but you know, it's like your spiritual tool, but sometimes people need knives on their altar. Some people have machetes on their altar. There's San Norisha that have um, knives and like machetes in them. That is a way that your spirits, it's sort of like giving your spirits the go ahead, kind of like you're the captain or like you're the the sergeant, I don't know, that tells them like, you know, feel free to do what you have to do in the spiritual realm. I'm giving you the consent. I'm putting my knife here. I'm putting my machete here. Feel free to chop niggas' heads off. I'm not going to do it, but if that's what y'all want to do here, it's on the altar for my warrior ancestors to my warrior spirits. I love talking to my warrior spirits. Spirits, I think that they can kind of help manage that that rage and anger because you're just allowing them to kind of take tell them, like, take the anger and rage from me. Y'all have it. Y'all are the warriors. Fight my battles. Like, I'm releasing it to you. So do your thing. Because I can't handle it. I think our warriors can teach us a lot about also having rage in a in a controlled way. Um, I have just a lot of things that are coming to my mind. But the main thing is creating a relationship with your with your spirits who like who 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 know what it's like to be engulfed in rage or your spirits who were in wars your spirits who had to kind of keep calm but also had to be soldiers you know figuratively and some you know literally we have some ancestors who were literally soldiers so and then finding you know the rituals or things that you can do to release that rage and anger so that you can think from a place of clarity so that's why they have things that exist now where people go to rooms and smash plates. Like I've never done it, but I think it's a very interesting practice because it's a way to release. And people are so angry and upset now that they got they have made rooms for us to smash things and like garages for us to throw items at walls. That's because people are upset and angry and they need to get it out. And it's in a controlled environment. So I say that to say finding ways to release that so that you can be properly armored post that releasing, you know. Another question that we have is, can you alchemize negative energy sent your way for protection? Yes, you can. You can always, one of the prayers that I like to say is that, oh, you know, all the people that might be throwing shade, hate, evil eye, whatever, 
Turn that into more blessings for me. Turn that into opportunities for me because, you know, energy don't go nowhere. It's create, it, it's not destroyed. It just changes and moves around. Move this motherfucker hating ass energy around to be a blessing for me. Actually make that motherfucker more mad by the amount of like the more hate that I get. Just let it fuel me. Let it be, let it turn to love. Let it um, draw more people to me who support my work and who support me. That's a simple way to alchemize it. Yes, there's whole spells and rituals and like we can get into that later, but simply just make set that that intention that none of the things that people send you affects you in a way that's negative, but only positive or only in a way that brings you joy and peace and happiness, Um, that good people come to patron you, let it turn into creativity, et cetera. Now, there's definitely repercussions to attacking people who are spiritually protected, y'all. My first thing with it, just be mindful of who you... This is not an anti-hex podcast. Um, This is not an anti-hex protect yourself podcast. I think that... I think that people overuse hexing, but I definitely feel that some people need to be hexed. Like, I can't deal with child abusers. I don't give a fuck what happens to y'all. I'm going to hex the shit out you. You know, people like that. So this is not an anti-hex podcast. However, be careful of who you try and who you are sending bad or not even just hexing, but who you're trying, who you're trying, because some people are very spiritually protected and you may think you're going out there and like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that to this person. And all that shit happened to you. I've seen it happen. Try to do some work against somebody who got that armor built and it just boomeranged off of them and and hit you, hit them right back in the head. So there are repercussions for trying people. That's when if you're not if you're not solidified in your protection and knowing that you can keep yourself safe, I would like to I would give it to my ancestors or my spirits or whoever to deal with. So if there's something that you somebody you want to try or somebody that needs to get a taste of their own medicine, I don't know, whatever it is for you. If you're not sure how they are, you know, are moving, they could be super protected. Go to your spirits and be like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. I don't want to do too much myself because I don't know what they're working with. Can y'all handle this? Here's a knife. Here's a machete, ancestors. Please deal with it at your discretion. So yes, be mindful. That's a great question. Be mindful of who you are attacking because you don't know who they rolling with and you don't want to get slapped upside the head. Okay. Thank y'all for these questions. They were very insightful and I hope I was able to give y'all some you know, just additional tea on staying safe and protected out in these streets. Don't get slapped up by these people. Um, Okay, speaking of, God, no, that was a horrible transition. We're not speaking of anything that I'm about to say, but shout out to my patrons. I pray for y'all. I love you guys. I hope that y'all are protected, period. Because protecting y'all protects me, protecting me, protects y'all. I love my patrons. So let's shout out. The new members of my family. Okay. Big, big shout out to Christine. Hey, boo. Thank you so much for becoming a patron. Shout out to Tanisa, or maybe Tanessa McCray. I hope I got your name right. Thank you so much. Shout out to Avery Jackson. Um, shout out to Talia Pollock. 
this is a different currency that's showing up to Lee. I don't know where you're from, but shout out to you, whatever country that you're from with this foreign currency. I take it all, honey. I accept all. Shout out to Jupiter Brown. Thank you so much for becoming a patron. Shout out to Imani Dawson. Shout out to Trini, Kaylin Conley, Michelle Sanders, Shayna Rush. Shout out to Leah. And shout out to Miss Toya3369. I might have shouted you out last time, Miss Toya, but period, you're getting another one. Thank y'all so much for becoming patrons. I love you. I'm sharing the energy of abundance, of sending the energy of wealth, and sharing the energy of whatever it is that you want to accomplish. I pray that you have the things that you need, the resources that you need to accomplish what your goals are and your dreams and what you want to offer to the community. Also praying that y'all are protected down. Okay, praying for your safety and protection. I love y'all. Thank you. So if you'd like to support me in this work, in this movement and moment, this mission and get extra special content from me, please join us over on Patreon. We have a lot going on. We got divination classes, car reading. We got, we got all things. Anything helps though, really. Um, I really appreciate y'all. And if you join the Patreon, you get to send me voicemails. I know y'all like the little, uh, a couple people was like, oh, we like the voicemails. Well, send them to me so they can be on the show and I can answer your questions and hear your voice and get, and you get the spiritual advice and tea from me. All right, y'all. So thank you so much. Remember, it's never too late to start your journey. You don't have to put it off anymore if you've been feeling called. If you are hearing this episode and you begin hot and tingly, you probably should do some protection work. Utilize some of the things that we talked about. And also there's plenty I didn't talk about. <laughs> so, you know, use and trust your intuition and use the things that kind of stood out to you. You can always say a prayer, baby. You can always say a prayer or set an intention. Don't sleep on the power of the word and keep doing that to, to, to maintain that energy or just light a candle to maintain the energy. Your people, your, your dead people, your elders, your ancestors, your spirits, whoever walks with you, they are looking out for you. They have your best interest at heart. And even if you have never done a protection ritual, don't sleep on the fact that you've had things work for you. Um, or the fact that somebody probably prayed for you, you know, like someone, someone is sending good energy to you. Someone is praying for you, I'm sure. And if nobody is praying for you, I am. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your protection and healing. So don't forget that. Um, it's not just your words. Other people's words are impacting you too. And um, that's it. I just want y'all to be, I want us all to be good. I want us to all keep ourselves safe and take control of what we have control over. And the rest of the shit, child, I'm giving it over to the universe whatever but being in control of what we can be in control of and being empowered so thank y'all so much again for tuning in and tuning in every week remember if you'd like to keep up with today's conversation hashtag a little juju podcast or alj pod on the social media platform of your choice and follow me at a little juju podcast on instagram uh, also, I'm trying to get my TikTok up. I've been forgetting to tell you I'm on TikTok. It's Juju Bay trying to get the TikTok up. So find me there. And if you'd like to bring me, Juju Bay, to your school or organization to speak, teach, or do a workshop about hashtag black ass spirituality and ancestral religions and systems, then you can email me and reach out at juju at itsjujubay.com or go to my website, jujubay.com. 
and we can start this journey together i love y'all thank y'all so much you're amazing i appreciate you wouldn't be here without y'all i'm excited for all of you wherever you are on your journey whether you are a beginner you're a novice or you're a whole ass priest listening to me child i appreciate you and i'll see you next week and remember all you need is a little juju later all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju our producers are Kenya Denise and Alexandra De Palma. A little juju is produced by Domino Sound. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. A little juju is the way. It's how I start my day. Can firm no say. And I'll never get play. I'll take your photo to the grave. But that ain't even my thing I just stay at the crossroads, pray I just pour a little honey from my babe To make them stay Cause I hate when bay leaves But I manifest a little with my bay leaves I'm my ancestors, baby So I give them everything that they gave me, yeah So I can't be stopped Manifested everything, give me props I'm spiritually grounded while I'm on the top My spirit's surrounded so I'll never drop, drop a little juju is my baby A little juju got me out of something crazy A little herb, a little root, and then I'm wavy And it's amazing how it saved me I felt the magic was inside, I knew the whole time I got the mojo and my titties, got the whole nine yeah. I got some candles in the back for when it's go time, go time So do nothing without intention I thought I should mention, this ain't new invention My juju's for freedom, if yours not, I question No setbacks, just lessons, a class is in session Now people are calling us back to tradition The spirit is saying that we got a mission So I'm gearing up when they call, I'ma listen Don't get in my way, I got pots in the kitchen All you need is a little juju All you need is a little juju All you need is a little juju all you need is all you need all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju a little juju a little juju my spirits always keep me in the loop so before you lie i hope you tell the truth because i can't speak on what they may decide to do protected in my truth i'm grounded in my roots and my roots now and i believe you think this is a flu but there's something about you make me see the proof I know you thirsty cause you fainted from my juice But you got it too, you got it too, yes you do And all you need is a little juju I got libations and calories that owe me tutu Intention is power and that's the hoodoo That's the voodoo, that's the true you, that's the true you See your intention is power and that's the hoodoo That's the voodoo, that's the true you, that's the true you And all you need is a little juju